Well, you're, you're probably wondering, who in the world are these people, and why should I care? So, Kevin, who are we? <laughs> we gotta restart. <laughs> <laughs> I'm James Matthew. And I'm Kevin. And this is Two Egg and Cheese Croissants. We've been friends for a long time, and we talk about a lot of random stuff from our childhood and beyond, like Star Wars, video games, Disney, and more. So join us on one of our many conversations. To all who are listening, welcome. We are glad you're here. This is this is a new thing for us. This it's uh, it's brand new, isn't it? Sure is. We've already restarted about four times. <laughs> it's true. We have. And if you're wondering what on earth this is and who we are, we plan on answering that right now. So me and Kevin known each other for how long now? Oh, man. Um, probably second grade so i'd be seven and you'd be in the first grade so you'd be six no yeah that was we've known each other for 13 years then good lord 13 years yep ever since you moved off yeah we've never broken up (laughs) (laughs) but um we play games and play more games and more games (laughs) (laughs) lots of games Lots of games. Um, what else have we done? <laughs> well, we've attempted to not play games before, and it and never seems really to work out. <laughs> <laughs> Let's play tennis. <laughs> sure. 30 minutes later, we're playing video games. Uh, we're like, yeah, we played tennis for like 20 minutes. <laughs> it was great. We are um, Call of Duty Nazi Zombie Masters. Yeah, Kevin more than than me. Uh, you've got some skill. You've got I, some skill. I know. I've got some, but you always have to end up reviving me unless you get like cocky midway through or something, which is pretty <laughs> rare. <laughs> pretty rare. We also enjoy Duck Game. There's really no way to describe it. And if you look at it on Steam, you'll be like, oh, man, one of those games. But I, I promise you, there's so much more to this game. Um, so aside from games, we, we freaking love. Well, yeah, we do. Yeah, we, we talk a lot. A lot. Um, and we freaking love movies. Yes. We're big movie buffs. Yep, which is why we're doing this today. Yep. Or we, are, we are reviewing Star Wars Episode Eight. The Last Jedi, which is actually totally not The Last Jedi, and there will be many more Jedi after this one, Jedi. Thanks to Disney, yes. Yeah. That's what we're reviewing, so we are just going to jump into it. Me and Kevin have a lot of years of Star Wars experience. We we grew up on the Star Wars battlefronts, and not me so much, but you definitely also grew up on the Star Wars Lego. Like, oh, absolutely. Oh, man. I'd. Oh, man. I was in third grade. I would wake up every morning, five o'clock, just to play my Lego Star Wars before I went to school that day. 
Oh man! Oh my gosh! <laughs> that is dedication. It is, man. Those games were so much fun. Let me take a little sip of my coffee. Yep, product placement right there. Coffee brought to you by me. So, buy some coffee, everyone. So, Kevin, you want to start us off on this Star Wars Eight adventure? Why not? Should we start with the good, the bad, or the in-between? You start wherever the bleep you want to. <laughs> well, then. I ain't even looking good. at my notes. Call me crazy. Right, right. Well, let, let's just start off with the moment when I was in the theater that me and my three other friends mm-hmm. died out laughing to and got a lot of strange stares. <laughs> oh, I <laughs> was know. was the moment... I know this moment. I think every I think everybody knows <laughs> the moment when Leia is sucked out into the vacuum of space, and for the and for the briefest moment, you think, well, that was it. You know, she she's gone until she reaches out her hand <laughs> <laughs> and proceeds to pull herself. <laughs> <laughs> back to the rebel ship <laughs> and, and and somehow managed to get back inside i don't know who thought that was a good idea i, I don't <laughs> leia has reached her final form <laughs> <laughs> uh, man we we laughed for about three minutes in the theater we couldn't believe it i remember when i first saw it i was like are you serious? And then she was kind of like knocking on the door or whatever when she got back on the ship. I was like, "You've oh my, no, no, wow." I mean, would you have been fine if she had died there? I would have loved if Leia had died there, and I will proceed to tell you why. If Leia had died right there, that would have made the rest of the movie. So much more compelling because I think it would have been way more meaningful if Kylo Ren had seen his mom die. Ah, if he had seen his mom die, not by his own hands, I think that would have really added to the depth of the character of Kylo Ren and even more. Under, more so understand his conflict of like, man, okay, I killed my dad, but I didn't kill my mom, and now my mom's gone. Like, now I really don't know what to do. Wow. That's an excellent point. And Carrie Fisher is actually dead, so... Right. Exactly. Which would make sense for them to kill her off in this movie. Yeah. That, <laughs> but instead, let's we have got her fly that out into space. Yes. <laughs> little twinkle in her eye, (laughs) waves at the camera, floats into the rebel ship that's going exactly four nautical miles an hour. But but just just imagine like what the first order was thinking when they're seeing somebody fly across space. (laughs) They're just looking out like, what? I mean, I'm just imagining Snoke looking out his window, (laughs) (laughs) seeing Leia. Nah. <laughs> she's like pulling herself into the ship and he's just like no 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 <laughs> like <laughs> little little force grab her ankle <laughs> like no, no. 
<laughs> that, that, that was in the director's cut. Lots of Disney in this movie. It did not take Star Wars seriously. To me, if I could wrap up the new trilogy in like one sentence, it's Marvel's Star Wars. There's some originality to it, but they're so harped on making it entertaining and funny and pleasing all audiences. You know, because like in the very beginning, you know, Poe is like, I can wait. Is this the right place? You know, like, am I calling the right person or whatever? Yeah. Or I can't, oh, I can't hear you. Like, that's just such a Marvel joke. Yeah. And they should have put that in a Marvel movie, not a Star Wars movie. But also, I think, I mean, the, these movies are kind of geared toward, like, kids. Well, so is the original Star Wars. Yeah, but it, it is a, it's a new group of kids. Uh, I know, but you can make something for kids that isn't childish is what I mean. Okay, that's fair. I mean, I think, I think, I think this movie had the potential to be one of the better Star Wars movies. Now it's only better than seven. True. Yep. It was better than The Force Awakens. The, one of the most cringe, well, pretty much every scene with Rose was cringe for me. I agree. I agree. I, I mean, I was just, I was just waiting for her to scream Disney 365 and start drawing a Mickey Mouse <laughs> symbol across the screen. Like it was, it was just, ah, oh, like she was. And again, I don't think it's that the actors are bad. I think it's just that the directors like cheesy, childish characters. They do. I don't know why they assume people like that. Yeah, and and the the humor in this movie did not sit well with me at all. I did not like I mean, I can't really think of much humor. Oh my word. Okay. At first I did not like the porgs, but the porgs to me are a 50-50. I think they spent too much time on the porgs, but I I did like them overall. They weren't as annoying as I thought they would be. Yeah. And they actually used practical effects on the Porgs in the Millennium Falcon, which I thought was cool. Oh, did they? Yeah, they did. Oh, that's nice. Yeah, I was just proud of them. Oh, they did something right. And I, I um, before that, um, when you were talking about Rose, all the, the whole cast, there was such an improvement on the acting from everyone. Hmm. To, to me. I, th- I thought that Ray was already a really good actress. I did not think so. Really? No. I thought, I thought she um, was really good in Seven. Uh, the characters who be- who portray Ray and um, Finn. John Boyega and Daisy Ridley? Yes, yes. I thought, I thought they improved immensely. I just don't like... Okay, Finn... Okay, John Boyega, who plays Finn, is a good actor. I know... I, know, I, just, I just know... He is. I've seen stuff with him that made me think he's a good actor. I think mm-hmm. he was just. I think he, the character of Finn just sucks. I get just, that. It's I the get that. Lamest, lamest Star Wars character. Maybe second only to Rose. <laughs> like, holy smokes! I, and I'm still salty. Like I like the the Star Wars Seven. You know, oh, he's a stormtrooper and he, you know, realized that the Empire was bad and now he's leaving the Empire. I was like, are you freaking kidding me? Like, 
he he just now is realizing the empire's bad. He's just now thinking that he hates the empire. Like I I thought that was extremely stupid. In um episode seven, now that that humor was not good at all either with his character. He was so freaking annoying, dude. Yeah. If you dropped a contemporary nobody into the Star Wars universe, you get Finn. (laughs) Oh, I just did not like depressed Luke. It wasn't his character at all. No, like Luke is the epitome of hope. Like he never loses faith. Exactly. And you saw that in um, Return of the Jedi. He Mm -hmm. always had hope still good. And even even when he's being electrocuted to death and his father's standing right there and he's not doing anything, he's still calling out to his father because he knows there's good in him. Like, dang boy. It was kind of see, yeah, it was it was sad to see what they kind of did to his character, basically throwing out <sighs> throwing out his character. Yeah. Yeah. The fact that he literally chucked the lightsaber over his shoulder, I was like, I the minute that happened, I knew what we were in for. And the fact that he he nearly killed. But I just never d- accepted depressed Luke Skywalker. I, just, <laughs> I was just the whole time I was watching him, I was like, yeah, that's not Luke. That's Mark Hamill. <laughs> the, okay, I'm going to give you another 50-50. The nun aliens, like the little nun alien type things on uh, Luke's planet. I really don't have much to say about them. It's just, yeah, there's nothing I can say about them. I gave him 50-50. I just didn't think anything of him, you know. It's not something that caught my attention, nor is it something I thought was pretty bad. Yeah, I agree. Now that that thing that <laughs> when when Luke milks that space oh, cow, that was uh No one needed to see that. <laughs> no. <laughs> Cuz man, that was disgusting. Boy, we did not need to know where that came from. Like that is that is an answer to a question that no one was asking. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> uh. <laughs> yeah, pretty scarring. Yeah, it was. Going back to Luke's planet. Mm-hmm. What in the world was that stupid mirror scenes about? Mirror. The mirror scene. There's a there okay so there's like a mirror scene you know okay, so Ray has this black hole in the island calling to oh, her That's right that's right And then she goes down and falls into this pit and then she's basically in this like force zone and she sees herself on the other side of this pane of like ice or glass or something and then up comes this other figure and it's just her and she doesn't, it doesn't show anything. It's just, it's just like, oh, I came here to find answers about my parents and I don't know. Yeah, I, I don't know how to explain that scene. <laughs> but man, was her snapping good. Her snapping? What? Remember, she's just, she just snaps in that scene and it snaps like a hundred times. Oh, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, wow, they are really, they're very happy with this like procedurally generated line of <laughs> Daisy Ridley's <laughs> right. Uh, no, it just it just didn't make sense to me. It didn't feel like the Force. It felt like lost 
meets Star Trek or something. <laughs> That's an excellent way of describing it. It was just very strange. We haven't even mentioned uh, Yoda yet. Oh, Lord. Okay. Am I the only one that thought that Yoda looked extremely starry-eyed in this movie? Like his That's eyes a were very just, specific detail. Like he just seems extremely starry-eyed. Like someone just like had a ring light on Yoda the whole time. <laughs> his eyes are just like I don't know, man. They were just super shimmery. There was something off about that Yoda. <laughs> Maybe that wasn't Yoda. It was Snoke giving a force uh, imitation of Yoda to trick <laughs> Luke into burning the Jedi texts. That would actually it was his be plan all along. That would actually be such an amazing plot twist. Yeah, but uh, the, the, those Jedi scrolls didn't even seem important in the first place. They didn't seem important when at all. Like in the entire Star Wars universe. Yeah, I mean, what, what were they? Yeah. The Jedi texts represented everything good and like wholesome. Like basically, the Jedi are freaking keeping the galaxy to from going nuts. Like that's they didn't that's, do a very good job. <laughs> well, I would propose that Anakin didn't do a very good job because he, if it wasn't for Anakin, they would have killed the Emperor and everything would have been fine. And Luke and Leo would have been fine, and Padme would still be living. The, I think it's I think it's the point that they allowed the Sith to rise under their noses. They and they just let it happen. I know, but they really would. They really didn't because it was Anakin's fault that that happened. Well, I, I understand why they took took over, but it. They allowed they allowed the Sith to rise. Yeah, they couldn't. They couldn't. They couldn't foresee the Emperor being bad but for I a just, long uh, time. Interesting perspective. Yeah, are you saying me thinking about Anakin being the reason for the season? No, no, no I'm just saying bo- both of our opinions on that matter. Oh yeah, yeah, for sure. Also, I completely lost my train of thought. Oh man, yeah the the casino planet just did not feel very Star Wars at all. It took so long for those scenes to happen. It made the movie too long. Yeah, and not to mention that whole scene was pointless. Oh yeah, 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 it was. I what did you think of the Code Breaker? Um, Benicio del Toro plays him, mm-hmm. and I think he's an amazing actor, mm-hmm. and I think he did well in this part, but. I kind of associate him with that that the gambling planet and no good memories came from there. <laughs> so I don't think much about his character, really. May I say that like two good things came from the gambling planet? Sure. BB-8 shooting coins at the guards. I did enjoy that, yes. I enjoyed that. That felt very Star Wars to me. I like the Codebreaker. Because he also feels very Star Wars to me. It might be because he slightly resembles Han Solo, but not enough to me that it feels like, oh, he's just a copycat. Like, ah, he Mm -hmm. he just feels extremely Star Wars. Might have to disagree, but that's why we're talking about it. Yep. You don't think he feels Star Wars? (sighs) 
I don't know how I don't know how to describe the way I feel about him. He just seems like there's there's really no way for me to put it. That's okay. Uh, other than that, though, the, the you know the two things that you mentioned, it, it was a waste of time. Absolute waste of time. Now, can I mention something that would have made the casino scene only about I don't know a billion times more interesting? Of <laughs> course. A very subtle nod toward Lando Calrissian. Hmm. I think that there should there should have been a scene where you see Lando Calrissian in the background gambling at the casino planet. Hmm. I don't no, th- I'm, I'm, I don't think they should spend time on it and force it down people's throats. But I think it would have been so cool if you if you look in the background, you can make out Lando Calrissian like gambling and like throwing dice or something. I think I think a, a cameo by him would have been cool, but I don't think it'd be worth it to to keep that casino scene but have him in it. No, I don't think so either. But I think it would have made it a lot better. Sure, but I still would have opted to just <laughs> erase that uh yeah. that that whole scene entirely. Yeah. What did you think of um, Snoke's death? Oh man, I'm very I'm very disappointed with it. We have no idea who Snoke is and how he came about. Agreed. The the one thing I was looking forward to with him was at least seeing some backstory. Who who is he? Where did he come from? It almost seems like a a waste now that we don't know anything about him. Someone said in the comments or something like that. Someone reviewed the movie and said like the whole new trilogy is nothing but building up these brand new characters just to make them not matter. Right. And it's true. Like it makes no sense. Like why, why is Snoke such a big deal all of a sudden to be not a big deal at all? And we'll never know who he is or how he came into power. Mm -hmm. Just really kind of dumb. There are no other Sith Lords in the galaxy when episode six ends. At least as far as we know. Right, right. And it seems like if they did exist, it'd be a part of the Empire. Yeah, it, it was very anticlimactic. Yeah. His, his death, at least. The, the way he died. You think the way he died was anticlimactic? Because we didn't, we never got to see him do much, really. Yeah. Okay, well, very quickly, I will mention okay. that the Kylo Ren and Rey fighting the royal guards that was awesome probably maybe my favorite star wars fight ever i i might i might agree with you there it, it was so it was so perfect it was so well choreographed it oh was. my goodness even just and like I, there's a there's a small scene where like kylo ren just kind of stabs his lightsaber just straight into the ground and like sparks start flying like it's just so sick. It it was so, it was so well done, and I really I really love the royal guard. The, the, I thought the they look looked incredible. Yeah, they look and, like samurais. Yeah, yes, they they do. The, the final guard gets taken out when saber to Kylo, and he he turns it on and it goes through his through his head. Yep, that was awesome. Lots of good scenes. Lots of good scenes. Yep. That was great. Um, something that I, I absolutely I loved about this film was that 
pray isn't related to anyone that we care about. Two drunkards. Yeah, I mean, but I care about them, Kevin. <laughs> but I, I thought I thought it was great that you know this movie shows that you don't have to be a part of the Skywalker family, you know, to be important or great. Well, no, I mean, even the Jedi, like the Jedi Council, aren't a part of the Skywalker family. No, but but I'm so. saying I'm saying the, the 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 original trilogy followed Luke Skywalker. The uh, the prequels followed Anakin Skywalker. This one, we've got Rey, and she she's not a part of the Skywalker family, which I think is refreshing. Fascinating stuff. I wonder who. I mean, I guess we'll never know who she's related to. I didn't okay. really care to. I was like when when they said that, I was like, ah, okay, that's kind of disappointing. Oh, were you expecting her to? What, what were you expecting? I was just expecting something. I didn't see that as like a a big plus or a big minus. I was just kind of like, oh, really? Huh, okay. All right. I got you. Yeah. I got you. No, uh, yeah. And again, okay, this made no sense to me. Poe Dameron, Captain Holdo lady, is like, hope is like the sun. If you can't, if you only believe in it when you see it, you'll never make it to the light. Ha <laughs> ha. And Poe Dameron's like, yeah, that's great, lady. Do we have a plan? It just like <laughs> just gives you that weird little like stare, and never tells him what they're doing, and creates all this tension for nothing. And then at the end, he's like, oh, there was a plan, and she was like, yeah, I just didn't tell you. It's like, okay, wow, you just jeopardized the entire Rebel fleet. Well, for I mean, what? Je- Jeopardize. She she got a lot of people killed in not telling them. How did she get a lot of people killed? Okay, so she doesn't tell them the plan. Correct. Poe Poe takes matters into his own hands mm-hmm. by sending Finn and Rose to that planet. Mm-hmm. Right, Game mm-hmm. of Finn. They get the Code Breaker. Mm-hmm. Code Breaker sells them out so they can know their location. Right. Yeah. That's it. Oh my gosh. <laughs> oh my gosh. Oh, 90% of the fleet. <laughs> Dude tries to teach best pilot lesson, kills 90% of the rebel fleet. <laughs> Oops. Yeah. See, that's the thing is that I. Noah, one of my friends, said, well, dude, she did that to teach him a lesson that even when he doesn't understand, he should take orders and and follow the rules because she did have a plan. He just didn't know it. He should have just trusted her. Like that was the lesson was like you got to start trusting your superiors, except it freaking cost him like thousands of people. (laughs) Yes. Uh, not not a time to be given a lesson. <laughs> very bad, very bad time to make give a life lesson when there's an enemy literally blowing you up from behind, and you have thousands of innocent people you're trying to save. You're gonna you're gonna give the entire resistance is you're gonna give the entire resistance's future into the hands of a awkwardly talking purple haired lady. <laughs> yeah, not a good idea. 
the light speed attack. Mm-hmm. I, I I liked it. I do have one problem with it. I thought it was a great idea of what they did, and mm-hmm. I loved how when it went through visually, mm-hmm. how everything looked mm-hmm. when it went through was incredible. However, it it kind of makes you think: Why has nobody thought of that before? Like, yeah, except. How many times in the Star Wars universe were the main characters suicidal? Mm. I think I yeah. think I think Rogue One, they could have just done that in Rogue One and been fine. And I didn't even realize it, but I was like, oh, okay, interesting. Yeah, th- it's nothing that would ruin that scene for me. But I did think about that um, uh, later on, like out of the movie. I mean, that makes sense. It's it's an extremely cool scene. Great way for Captain, uh, I'm sorry, Admiral Holdo? Holdo, yes, I yeah, believe so. purple hair girl. Yes. <laughs> yeah, purple hair, super stupid. At first I thought it was unique. Then I th- started thinking about it and I was like, yeah, yeah, you done messed up. You done messed <laughs> up. Why did you make this girl's hair purple? Like, I thought her wardrobe was awesome. I loved her costume. I didn't care for her character much, really. No, her character. I I think she as an actress is just like hilariously awful to watch. Yeah, yeah, so, like, you're right. Like the way she moves her mouth, it's almost like she's continually like trying to get something out of her back teeth. <laughs> it's like she's always. It's like her neck like kind of twitches. It's it's so strange. That's very specific. That's very specific. It's but it's true. If you want, if you watch it back. The way she speaks and the way she opens her mouth is so freaking weird to me. It it it's so strange. What what else did she play in? She she looks so when I was watching it. You were like, I know her from something. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, me too. Did I, just, she, I don't wait, know where from though. J- Jurassic Park? <gasps> I think that's her. Yes, you're right. Yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, but, like the doctor. Only... Yeah, the, oh yeah, my yeah, gosh. Exactly. That's her. But man, she has not aged well. <laughs> oh, I'm forgetting a very, 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 very important scene. Do you know which one I'm talking about? One that we haven't mentioned? Mm-hmm. No. It's it's the second most important battle in the entire movie. Same. Super anticlimactic. Wait, which which one? Phasma and Finn. Oh yeah. It, you're right. It, it is anticlimactic and they kind of hyped that character up for nothing. Captain Phasma, leader of the cl- of the Stormtrooper army. Gets thrown into a dumpster in the first movie, and then gets slapped in the face by Finn and burns alive. Well, we think she's dead. Who knows? If she's not dead, that would make me way happier. Really? Yeah, but I think she really is dead. I I kind of more associate that scene with BB-8 riding that ATAT. It's <laughs> not. I did not like that. That was that was fifty fifty for me. And th- it was too. They made it too lighthearted. Yeah, it, it was Disney. That was, was Disney. Yeah, that, that was way too Disney. Straight up. Just looking at my notes here, trying to see if I've missed anything. I don't think I've missed too much. Uh, good bit of bad. Some good. The, I thought another thing that was dumb 
was just the treating the audience like we're stupid and having, okay, the soldier on the salt planet licking the ground. (laughs) Does he go, does he go licking the dirt on every planet he goes to? Why would he taste the ground? It's just, ah. That was one of those scenes where it was like, okay, we didn't need to know that was salt. Like, <laughs> like of all the ways to demonstrate that, uh, I don't know. Like, wow, the directors really wanted you to know that salt, salt. is on the ground. Um, the Chris, someone was also very proud of their crystal foxes. Oh, I like. I thought they were neat, but again, that felt more Star Trek to me than Star Wars. Could have been so good. Oh. What in the crap were those pod racing things on the salt planet? And why did the hook going into the ground help? Yeah, that, 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 they had a weird design. and They should have explained that more than they explained the salt. <laughs> I mean, it would, make, it would make sense if those were used for like mining salt or something. That would kind of be cool. I mean, dang. Not scraping but, the ground. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it could have been cool if they were like, now these old salt farming vehicles aren't going to do much, but they'll get the job done. Like, even if they said something like that, it'd been like, oh, okay, these things are used for mining salt. Okay, that's interesting. At least we know why they're scraping the salt ground now. <laughs> yeah, that was dumb. May I, may I interject? I keep on asking your permission. I'm going to be really sad if you you... Just say no. But I'm still going to ask it anyway. May yeah. I interject? The AT-ATs have reinforced legs. I didn't notice that. Dude, so cool. <laughs> <laughs> I noticed it the third time I saw it. And I looked down. I was just analyzing the uh, just analyzing the ATS, no, AT-ATs. And I was like, oh, my goodness. They're reinforced because if you look, like the lower half of the leg down is like four times as thick as the top. Because now, I, I did I did already enjoy the design of the new ATAT. But that's the thing, is that now snow speeders can't just tie them up anymore. That that is cool. I, I did I didn't catch that, but it's nice that you caught it. You should yeah, I'll I'll link a little picture so you can look at it, but yeah, super cool. Did you notice the little uh, interaction we had between Poe Dameron and Ray? End of Star Wars. You know what? Yes, I did. And I was so confused because it's like, well, I thought Ray and Finn had something, but then there was Finn and Rose, but now there's Ray and Poe. So I don't know what's happening. All I can say is, is they better not do this thing to where. Rose dies in eight. Poe Dameron dies in eight. And then Ray and Finn are just looking at each other like, Welp, it's no one's just left. you and me, kid. <laughs> yeah. Like that that is what I don't want. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. <gasps> well, speaking of Finn and Rose, what did you think about that scene on the salt planet? Warmed my heart. I just, uh, didn't it uh, I just, you know, cuddled up next to the person beside me, and and I said, "Save what you love," and then they whispered back, "Don't fight what you hate." Is it? Is that the line? Yeah. 
Don't find what you hate, save what you love. And then they kiss and they're the, the freaking rebel base is exploding behind them. <laughs> it is literally exploding. And they're kissing. And I'm just thinking in my mind, like, if Finn if that's how Finn went out, that'd be so great. Because one, it would show that he's not a coward. And two, mm. it would just be so much better if he went out not a coward. That's just such a heroic way to go out. And he, he would have saved the rebels. Yeah, and, and I feel that his character, his his story arc is like done. Oh, yeah. He has like, no, no development. I really felt like there was not going to be any story left for Finn after episode seven. I was like, there's, yeah, there's yeah. nothing to this one-dimensional character. Yeah. But now we get him and Rose. Hollow Luke was cool. I I I still know what I how 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 I feel about that. Okay, here's the deal. Luke ran away and is in hiding. Obi Wan ran away and it was in hiding. Some nobody finds Luke. Luke finds Obi Wan. Luke gets taught by Obi Wan how to use the Force and become a Jedi. Luke teaches Rey how to use the Force and become a Jedi. Well, technically, didn't Luke get his training from Yoda? Obi-Wan just kind of showed him the way. Eh, okay, the, the parallels go on. I get it, I get it. Luke has to fight Padwan. Obi-Wan has to fight Padwan. Epic battle scene. Obi-Wan disappears after fighting Padwan. Luke disappears after fighting Padwan. I, I, I do see the parallels, and that's exactly why I thought... Luke should have died the exact same way Obi-Wan did. Exactly the same way? With him being struck down, yes. Oh, why? It would have I, been, I thought it would really be It'd be fitting. exactly like, oh. But then it would just be Obi-Wan all over again. Like, like verbatim. So you'd rather have him just disappear on a rock? No, I want him alive. Oh, <laughs> okay then. Hmm. Don't want him dead at all. <laughs> I think I do think Disney kind of shot themselves in the foot by killing off the two actors that are alive in real life, but keeping the one character in Star Wars actor that died. <laughs> In, in it's real so life. bad. Oh man! All I can say is, is I hope nine they go back in time and remake these movies. <laughs> uh, they can get a Dolores and go back in time. Yep. Go back to the. I'd be happy with that. One of the one of the worst problems I had with the movie in its entirety mm-hmm. was how small everything feels. Mm. The first order. Which I'm assuming what we saw in the movie was their main fleet. Mm-hmm. If that's true, it is really small. <laughs> and we saw the entire resistance. <laughs> Somehow they've managed to make everything so small. And although I know the prequels aren't great, but it felt huge the galaxy felt massive true in in these movies these two new movies it doesn't that's true i've never thought of that but it's so true like Mm -hmm. they're talking about a quest for the galaxy when they can barely hold a planet (laughs) 
<laughs> they, they can't even run down a couple of ships, <laughs> let alone have enough people to monitor the entire galaxy. <laughs> yeah, that's so and, true. Mean, yeah. Oh, oh, real quick. Speaking of the stupid scene when they're just going slow as molasses across the galaxy. <laughs> Remember when they're on the escape pods trying to get down back to the uh, the little rebel base? Yeah. Was I the only one that was questioning why the Empire was using one cannon <laughs> to shoot each individual pod? Or, or not even scrambling their TIE fighters. No! They didn't do anything! <laughs> they're just like... Pooh! <laughs> Pooh! <laughs> like, it's just like taking their sweet time. But even even using one cannon, they managed to like, they managed to clean them out <laughs> entirely. Yeah, they had what? A few, like a handful of escape pods? Yeah. <laughs> oh, by the way, how did the Codebreaker even know? Like, how did he even know there were escape pods? Hmm. Did Finn and Rose tell him the plan? No. Remember, not even, okay, not even Poe Dameron knew that there were going to be escape pods. How on earth could he tell Rose and Finn? Wait, were they pods or ships? Escape pods. They were? Well, I think they were. No, no, transport cruisers. That's yeah, what they yeah, were. Yeah, I'm yeah. sorry. Yeah, yeah. I don't remember Poe po saying to Rose and Finn, hey, psych. Captain Holdo had a plan all along. Sorry for making you guys... Oh, true. Wait, how did that work? It's not really explained. It's just kind of like Codebreaker found the ships by magic, and now we're locking on to their location. Right, because the (laughs) Codebreaker did sell them out, correct? Yes, he sold them out, but we don't know how. Hmm. They didn't know what was going on. How did he know what was going on? Huh. I'll have to go back and watch that again. Yeah, strange. I mean, I could be wrong, but yeah, it's weird. After that, what what I saw was the entire resistance at the end could the entire resistance could fit on the Millennium Falcon. Okay, well not only that, did you remember <laughs> did you remember that like Leia calls out for hope using like her special signal? Not a soul shows up. That's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not a soul. And it was broadcasted across the entire dang galaxy. And then that's the whole thing is Luke at the end is like, the rebellion is born today. Like, reborn today. And I was like, man, it would have been so sick if just millions of people just came out of nowhere and showed up at at that new base and were like, reporting for duty or something yeah like, like, at least somebody yeah i mean that would have been so cool and then you really would feel like a oh dang the battle's just begun like oh man this is great right, right, right. not decrepit leia finn deathly rose and bb8 are now going to fight off the entire empire right yeah <laughs> Yeah, it, it it let it it ended on a very sa- sad note that all of them are just leaving. I mean, they just retreated. But um, 
you never know. I mean, Star Wars 9 might start with Rose finding the Disney wand. And that then, changes the entire game. It does. <laughs> she can Harry Potter the crap out of the Empire. Whoopus mal whoopus. <laughs> just whoosh <laughs> the Empire away. And then sing a Disney pop song and then the credits roll. They somehow tie in Star Wars to Infinity War. Right. Oh, man. <laughs> the ultimate crossover. It would uh, be, dude. You got any got any other thoughts? Man, that might wrap it up for the review. May, may I say why I hated it the first time and did not hate it so much the third time? Yeah, why? All right. The first time I saw the movie, I thought it was doing away with everything good about Star Wars. Mm-hmm. Like, like the original characters. And- well, no, actually. Oh. Something far – like, okay, so this is why I didn't like it. I thought it was doing away with the good versus evil part of Star Wars, which is all of Star Wars. Like there's no more bravery. There's no more Jedi. There's no more good force. There's no more bad force. Everything is just yin-yang and the Jedi are coming to an end. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, there's this, a uh, – I, I know my friends – uh. They were actually rooting for that. They they thought it was time for them to introduce like the gray Jedi. Hmm. The Jedi Council has been around for thousands of years. And they are a symbol of good and peace and justice. And the Sith are a symbol of evil and bad and maliciousness. Sure. And to me, the whole like forces, none of that to me defeated the purpose of Star Wars is because like if that's really true, then what's the point of Darth Vader becoming good when he dies? But I mean before he dies. Because if good is bad and bad is good and everything's supposed to be gray, then that whole redemption story is meaningless. Okay. Like the if the good really is no better than the bad, then what's the point, you know? So that's why I was, I was, I was distraught, and I thought they were actually doing away with the Jedi and the Rebels and like good fighting bad, and and I was like, man, this ain't Star Wars. What is this? I got you. I, I, then, I see where you're coming. And then I saw it the third time and realized, holy crap, the Jedi books are still intact. Luke's like, nah, we're not. We're just kidding. The Jedi really do still exist. And then the little kid with the broom and the rebel ring using his broom <laughs> as a lightsaber and the Disney logo came up there at the end. Um, yeah. I realized, okay, so the Sith is bad still. The rebels are good still. And I was like, okay. So basically the entire conflict of the movie is hogwash. The Jedi are still going against the Sith. Hoorah. <laughs> I see where you're coming from. But I might disagree. It's time for something new. New for the sake of what? Our entertainment. <laughs> oh no, that's that's a terrible reason. Really? I, yeah. I don't. If you're talking about repeating things, I don't. This has been the same formula. These movies shouldn't have been made. Oh. In order to be, in order to have a good, in order to have a Star Wars universe that should have ended at six and have Star Wars spinoffs like Rogue One, 
Okay, that would okay. have been fan flippantastic. Have films before the prequels. Have films in the middle of the prequels. Have I, mean, I don't care where you stick them. Just make more Star Wars films. Just don't pretend like they're a part of the canon. And what I mean by that is, is don't try to make them a a seven or eight or nine or whatever have you. I I, I see. I see. Because six ends with good finally beating evil and the force is balanced that's what 6 ends on well wouldn't wouldn't the the phrase balance to the force mean both good the the light and the dark Here, here's the in- here's the thing if the force was really to be completely neutral we've got a completely different star wars on our hands that's true but though in okay in episode 1 wasn't Qui-Gon Jinn always talking about bringing balance to the Force? Um, no, he just saw, he, he got a little trigger happy, remembered the prophecy, heard that Anakin was, yeah, heard that Anakin was of an immaculate birth, and saw that his metachlorians were at level 9,000, <laughs> and was like, dude, this has got to be the chosen one. It's just got to be. And everyone else on the Jedi Council was like, nah, bro, like, you're literally the only person that thinks this. And he's like, fine. And he throws a hissy fit and raises Anakin anyway. And then that's passed on to Obi-Wan. So he's the only one that thought that. And he was obviously wrong in the Jedi Council. Told, the Jedi Council told him he was wrong. Okay. I'm looking forward to going back and kind of researching that subject. Yeah. But it was a good conversation. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> we went off on a tangent, didn't we? Did we just cover the whole movie? And more. Yeah, we did. We just went into the whole Star Wars universe. Yeah, we did. Yep, 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 yep. And it was fun. Boy, was it. How should we wrap this up? Man, didn't think about that. We can ask the ask the people what they thought of the movie. Yeah, yeah, that's always a good way to end. Yeah. Hey, everyone. <laughs> <laughs> What'd you think of the movie? <laughs> it's like a little episode of Dora the Explorer. <laughs> yeah. What, what did you think? <laughs> cool. <laughs> Oh, man. Kevin, how should we wrap this up? Saying goodbye, I suppose. Goodness gracious. Thank you all for tuning in. There there will definitely be more of these. Whether you like it or not. Yeah, whether you like it or not. These are more so for us than for you. So <laughs> deal with it. <laughs> that should be our tagline. This deal is with us, it. Not you. <laughs> yes. Deal with it. <laughs> yes. That's it. <laughs> this is for us, not you. Enjoy if you may, but deal with it. (laughs)